and shame. Set your minds free, no locks and chains. Do what you love, roll the dice. 50 50, we cold as ice. One thing cold, but a pillow town red. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I am Shane. As always, I'm hanging out with Fox. What's up, gang? And of course, we've got Churchy and, and Rory. Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Our cheer squad. Um, you have tuned into this the Hobby Homies podcast. Today, we are talking about 3D printing and more specifically, resin 3D printing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I actually prepared for all 3D printing. Ah, uh, shit. Well, yeah. done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. Well, that's fine. As you can see, we're in the print uh, the print lab, the print yep. farm. I believe we've got some Prusa, uh, what is that, i3 Mark III S's maybe? I don't Mark know. Mark III S4s. Those are actually really big spools on those printers for those on the YouTube watching, for those yep. listening. Imagine big spools and then just enjoy the show. Spooling it up. Spooling it up. So... I own a few printers. And so what we thought we would do is have some beers and yep. talk about printing. Yeah, I've done little printing. We don't need to talk about my history of printing. No, actually, let's start with your history of printing because we've probably got a minute to fill. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brief minute. It was a fun minute. It was uh, red hot. Mm. Red hot. Tell me about it because I believe you bought, which is super relevant, your printer from Rory. I did. Who's here in the studio. $50. <laughs> he paid more than that for it. Anything sounds cheaper when you, say, when you say dollars, <laughs> yep. things sound cheaper. No, 50 bucks? I feel like 50 bucks sounds more expensive than $50. $50? Okay. I feel like when you say dollars, it in immediately indicates a higher value. But anyway. Oh, that's the difference that we have. And probably the thing that's going to tear us apart as a podcasting duo to be honest it's like yeah it's only like 200 bucks but that's 200 dollars <laughs> well yeah but no it's not that expensive it's not 200 dollars it's only 200 bucks yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you bought uh rory's secondhand printer yeah, which was a audi special wow was i think it was like one of those one one how one how one how one house i3 or something how much did it cost you rory do you remember it cost you three hundred, and you sold it to Shane. Three hundred dollars, and he sold it to me for fifty bucks. Yep. What year did you buy that in? Do you reckon? That was ages ago. Back when they first. Yeah, when it was starting to become a thing. Yeah. yeah. So a three hundred dollar printer now is probably equivalent to a fifty dollar printer. Yeah. Because the way the technology in those in printers over the last five years has gone is nutty. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about three D printing before on the podcast. Yep. At length, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> we saw an episode we did that Rory drew our attention to before we started <laughs> like, this episode. You guys have already done this. They're like, you guys talked about 3D printing already. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, my. We've done a few episodes. They, yeah. they tend to blur together sometimes. Yeah, over 200, in yeah. fact. Mine was a filament printer. Yours was a filament, yeah. like an FDM printer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so... And at the time that we recorded that previous episode where somehow we managed to talk about 3D printing for an hour, despite neither of us ever owned a resin printer. Yeah. I think I had talked to Lethal, who at the time was running the Goblins Forge. Yeah, yeah. And leaned heavily on his knowledge. Yeah. But now I've owned a 3D printer, a resin yeah. one, sorry, for a while. And I have three FDM printers. Yep. You have a little print farm going. Not quite what you guys see here behind us. No, behind us is, I don't know how many printers that is. Many. Seven. What do you reckon they do? Print things. Ah, true. That's actually... It's actually a thing I didn't think about previously yeah, that yeah, they yeah. could do that. They I don't just catch fire. Oh, well, this just, I'm going to change some notes here. 
Okay, so there's a few we'll talk about quickly just for those who, because there are actually still tabletop enthusiasts who don't really understand that there's two different types of printing. Yeah. So we'll hash those quickly and then we'll talk about why on earth would you do it, pros and cons. So not biz, specifically biz, biz. resin printing. No, no, not at all. Actually, I've a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you lied to me. I did <laughs> what actually. Have you done? Uh, I've deceived you because I feel like that'll make for more organic content. You'll be as okay. surprised as the listeners. That's cool because you've got no idea not what's happening. Zero, in fact. So the difference between the two types of printers that we've mentioned a couple of times here, which yeah. is FDM and SLA printing. SLA, so that's obviously resin. Correct. I actually call them dry and wet printing. <laughs> Which is yep. not good. No one How ever. How does your no, wife feel about that? <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know I print. Don't talk. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen her in m- months. <laughs> I've been in the print shed. Yeah, fair. Doing dry and wet printing. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we've got FDM printing, which uses a little mechanical head to draw layers of print lines. Whippersnipper cord. By melting whippersnipper cord. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If anyone's seen those three D pens, where like you click a pen and you can draw three D things yep it's that but mechanical instead of humanoid so yeah that's good yep um and then you've got your other type which is sla printing more commonly referred to in tabletop gaming as resin printing Mm -hmm. Um, because it uses a liquid resin correct it's a wet it's wet it's It's so wet don't get it on you yeah well i've got it on me (laughs) all the time in fact you can see this wound here yep yeah so apparently supposed to wear gloves who knew and wear gloves thanks the way resin printing works is, is quite unique. It's got like a little uh, little screen underneath a liquid resin vat. It's actually amazing how it works. It's crazy. It really is. That, that screen then lifts itself up. Yeah. Like, and the print, it prints from the bottom up. Correct. Yeah. So the screen shines UV light, which cures the first layer of resin. Yeah. And then the bed lifts up and cures the next layer. Yeah. So it actually cures layer by layer. As opposed to FDM printing, which draws layer by, the layer. layer by layer. Yeah. So you imagine you've got a mechanical head that's moving around the entire print bed. Yep. Versus one that cures the whole layer. Sorry, I keep bumping the mic. And then moves up and cures the next layer, et yeah, cetera, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, something, uh, a main, a thing that I said on the previous episode was that resin printing was much quicker. Um, but after having done it, I feel like they're kind of the same. Rory pulled me up on this earlier and mentioned you're actually, yes, you're curing an entire layer mm-hmm. on resin printing. So that's quicker than drawing a whole layer. Yeah. But the quality is as such that you're printing that many more layers yep, yep. than you would on an FDM printer. Yep. So that's interesting. Yeah. But also true. So why would someone 3D print in a tabletop aspect? What- many reasons, Fox. Yeah. Okay. Many reasons. I think they would 3D print in a tabletop focus for cost, bulk armies for fewer dollars. Yep. Convenience. Yep. Not having to go out and order things online and wait for shipping and stuff like that. You totally. just buy the SCL and whack it in the printer. Yep. And three, whack it in there. being able to customize it. Yeah. Print what you want, not kit bash. You yeah. Virtually kit bash. You totally Digitally kit bash. Yeah. Digitally kit bash. Yep. That's so true. Um, I don't know if I'm right. Am I right? Uh, let me check. Let me check. No, no, no. Gosh. 
Rory has a question. Oh, I gave you the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're actually in the background to tell us if we're being <laughs> racist or going to get cancelled for what we say. Yeah, that's for the last um, episode. We, yeah. It was required. <laughs> we don't so, know, a bit here. <laughs> so far, it's good. We've got nothing but thumbs up, which is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the things you could print, by the way, on yep. the two different types of printers, we'll, we'll, because people are going to hear about FDM and S- or resin printing. Mm-hmm. Many times, uh, but typically, as we've mentioned before, FDM printing, quicker, cheaper, um, much less hands-on involvement in the cleanup process, perfect for things like terrain, where you don't care about the detail as much, um, and you're printing those bigger scale pieces. Yeah. Resin printing, perfect for tokens, miniatures, high detail, smaller objects, um, because resin printing is printing that many more layers it's got higher detail for example when you're printing an fdm print you typically would print on something like point, z- 0.2 of a millimeter per yeah. layer which if you think about a millimeter being very small 0.2 of that tiny so, so you need five layers to make one mil correct yeah yep. um you can print higher quality you can go up to like 0.1 yeah or or even better on some mm-hmm. fdm printers however your average layer size on a, a resin printer is 0.04 or 0.03 or okay, even 0.02 wow. wow so you could yep. be printing 10 layers on a resin printer for every one layer and obviously the more the layers you think about it on as if it's pixels in an image yeah the more you have the better yeah 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 the better resolution so it's like that and that's the two differences when we talk about resin printing we're probably talking about miniatures tokens Dice, yep. smaller things, intricate details, FDM, terrain. I actually haven't found a... I mean, I know some people that print miniatures on FDM printers. I don't think... It, it doesn't compare to resin. But some people have surprised me with the quality they've been able to get out of yep. um, resin printers. <clears throat> I'm sorry. FDM. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Anyways. So, some people say, why? Why would I print? Knowing those are the two different types. How do I choose one? Why would I do it? Is it worth it? Etc. Yep. So you mentioned some good points. Uh, one thing I do love is the availability that you kind of mentioned, which is like, yeah, if I want a product from a company, I have to find a local store, drive to that store, go get it if they've got it in stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got lo- limited local gaming stores around here. We've got Guff and we've got Throw the Dice. That's right. In our, yeah, within the space of sort of half an hour, if you extend that to an hour, it does up a bit yeah we could probably get some stuff but that's you know if you're looking at 45 minutes to an hour each way yeah that's a drive and that's a drive to go get something that might be in stock from a limited range you think about the companies that make miniatures let's pretend collectively all these companies and you know uh corvus bally games workshop all of them yeah let's say they make a thousand miniatures there are some stores on my mini factory that have a thousand miniatures just in their collection oh yeah And there's thousands of those creators with thousands of miniatures. Yeah. So the range of the selection at which you have, the availability of all these different... And you can pick... The cool thing is you can pick your flavor. Yeah. So you might might be like, oh, I want to do fantasy, but I want it to be ultra realistic. I'm looking for specifically like ghoulish looking miniatures. I want it to be this scale. Whatever your flavor is, there is that. It exists in 3D printing. Yeah. Because you'll be out, you will be able to find that with the huge range of miniatures that are online, 
on the line. On the lines. Which is really cool because I'm always like, I've, I've, I haven't been interested in fantasy style games typically. I'm more of a sci-fi dude. Definitely. But with, with five leagues. Yeah, five leagues mm. is very cool. And yeah. Rangers of Shadow Deep has me interested. Yep. And there are some other stuff, but five leagues particularly. And the thing that I found the, the coolest, the thing that dragged me into five leagues interest a little bit more was this company called Lord of the Print that does ultra realistic fantasy style models. Yeah. I was like, that's cool because I feel like that would exist. The goofy out of proportion, like other stuff that some people do. I'm just like, eh, I, don't, I don't love it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if I saw that in real life, it's comical to me. Yeah. But some people love that aesthetic and they can print that. That's awesome. And so there's like something for everyone readily available at all times. And how much do you think it costs me to print one miniature on my resin printer? Uh, cents. Yeah. I had to guess. A, a few of them. Yep. For sure. <laughs> it's like 50 cents to like a dollar for <clears throat> a miniature. miniature. Yeah, per miniature. Okay. So that's something that's interesting because I, I, I feel like still a lot of people don't really understand how cheap it is to actually print the miniature in material cost alone. Yeah, yeah. So like you're talking a bottle of resin is like 30 odd bucks, right? It's like 40, 40 bucks. 40 bucks. Yeah. Australian. 40 to 50. So you could print 40 Space Marines. Not Space Marines. Yeah, sure. For, That's a good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I would actually print way more than that. Yeah. Out of a bottle of resin, I would get way more than 40, way more than 40 Space Marines. I'd probably get 80. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, if we're talking that kind of scale. Yep. Space Soldiers. Yes, 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 yes. Of course. Yes. Space Soldiers. Yep. Terran. <laughs> I saw some cool Terran. Oh, yeah. Files. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, we're getting the <coughs> Not Terran. <laughs> Not Terran. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Space, Space Soldiers. Space, Space Soldiers. Uh, Space Soldiers. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's insanely cheap. Yep. But the thing that people don't talk about, I suppose, is all the overheads. Yep. Which actually, if you're printing for yourself, something to note is that there is not a ton of overheads. Yep. So, like, costing, just running the machine as in electricity is bugger all. Like, bugger all. You wouldn't even notice it? Yeah, I don't. Uh, that, uh, I notice it if I have th all three of my FDM printers going yep. all day round for so, the full three-month cycle of my yeah, electricity that, bill. That, that quarter rolls around and you go, okay, yeah. I, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like an extra hundred bucks on that. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Over three months for three printers running 24-7. Yep. Dollar a day. Should probably turn them off yeah. <laughs> when yep. I'm not using them. But yeah, <clears throat> it's negligible. The electricity cost is negligible. Yep. Clean the up. SDLs. Clean up. I mean, I only use water washable resin. Mm -hmm. So all of my information I give you is based on water washable resin, which is super easy for cleanup. Yep. You just hose that down. And if you want to kill the environment, that's your piece of environment you bought. That's your backyard. You could do that. I don't think it works on that. Yeah, you could do that. No. Just put it in the ether. No. Then it's someone else's problem. Isn't I that feel how it like works? you should probably wash it and leave it in a tub and then let it, the water evaporate. That's totally what I do. Whatever is the good thing that people are supposed to do, that's what I do. Yeah. I wear gloves, yeah, 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 yeah. glasses, mask. Yeah, like a smock. Like a smock. <laughs> yeah, I use an art smock. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking like a smock for like other things bro i've not heard the word smock and i work in a school for literal years True. yeah and and i was thinking how much we need to get my son an art smock, smock. yeah what a crap what, what a word what a word yeah smock yeah smock, yep. yeah i got a smock um <laughs> and i dispose of my stuff responsibly yeah good <laughs> i clean my miniatures responsibly you heard it here first um <laughs> so you should do that also yep but if you don't want it it's fine no, no, okay, yeah, no, it's not good. So, 
Yeah. So the, the you, you buy the file, you print the miniatures. You can have 10 dudes for, you know, including the cost of the file, running costs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 15 bucks. Okay. Yeah. You got 10 dudes for 15 bucks. Yep. Um, that's 50 cents each. Files usually five to ten dollars. Yep. If if not free, so it's insanely cheap. And some people go, oh, why shouldn't I just get my mate to print it or or buy buy printed models instead? I don't need a printer. Mm-hmm. If it's so cheap, I'll just pay someone else to do it. Yeah. But by the time you want to do it professionally, so therefore have to pay someone who's doing it professionally, I feel like the cost skyrockets mm-hmm. because then they're they're covering the cost of maintenance on the printers. Yeah. Yep. They're buying the files, printing the miniatures, their time, and also the the commercial licensing required to legally sell those models. Okay. Which is generally, from what I've seen, right, a commercial license can be in the form of like a higher Patreon tier. Correct. For example, you might subscribe to a Patreon for 15 bucks a month and get all these awesome models, or you pay 50 bucks a month yeah. and you get a commercial license where you can print and then sell mm-hmm. those models. That's correct. I found commercial licensing to be either that Fifty dollar a uh, a month, a month. Yep. or five hundred to a thousand per year. Wow. Um, so thousand dollars, thousand bucks, <laughs> pretty cheap actually. <laughs> so yeah, and that adds the cost because you imagine yep. a super popular um, does it for a living resin printing business selling yeah, miniatures yeah, yeah. on Etsy. Yeah, absolutely making a killing. Probably sells. If I had to guess, thirty orders. A month, one yep. a day, maybe a few a day, whatever it looks like. But in that, only maybe a fifth of those are from this particular company. Like mm-hmm. they'd have to have so many different commercial licenses. Yeah, which the costs would just skyrocket. There, it right? does because I was looking at like, say, let's go off the print terrain. Yeah, it sells terrain. It's an Australian uh, FDM. But they do resin as well. They print oh, terrain. They started doing resin, right? That's yeah, they have. New. They've done FDM for a while. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I was comparing them to Games Workshop and uh, pricing, and I was like, "It's just, it's the same pricing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. As solid plastic kits. Yeah. But the difference is, you just you've got more of a range because with Games Workshop, you've got what they choose to sell. Mm-hmm. With one uh, off the print terrain, you've got what all these different creators want to sell. But yeah. it's there was like a piece of terrain that was like a hundred dollars or ninety dollars for three shipping containers and a bunch of scatter. For Games Workshop? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For $90. There was $80 for three shipping containers from off the print. No no scatter. I was like, wait, Games Workshop's cheaper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it here first. Games Workshop's a bargain. Yeah. So, and then even resin printing for miniatures, I saw on Etsy stores, you could get 10 Space Marines from Games Workshop mm-hmm. for $98, yep. or whatever they are, less 20% because you buy from a local gaming store or whatever. 20%. Or 10 what 10 let's say you went to gap games you did 21 percent off yeah it's nuts yep. what is that 20 bucks off 100 yeah, probably yeah. roughly yeah, roughly that's 80 dollars. the same 10 miniatures would cost roughly between 45 and 65 yeah for resin printed yeah right so still cheaper but not as cheap as you would think no but then resin not being as, as easy to work with as plastic yeah probably a bit more yeah exactly yep. i love my fdm printers because you you hit print yeah the file prints, you take it off, it's done. Yeah. Whereas uh, on my resin printer, you know, you got to slice it up, which is fine. You do that for FDM yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But usually you have to play around with supports a little bit more. You print it, scrape it off, wash it, warm it up, remove supports, dry it, cure it, 
done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after all that, it's a much more brittle, less easy to work with product than hard plastic. So. Yeah, yeah. So there's all these different things to weigh up, but is it worth it for you? Maybe you're listening at home and you're like, why am I st- still here? <laughs> what, what was the point of this discussion? <laughs> there is no point. And maybe you're just like, I am close to pulling the trigger on a printer, but I want to know from someone who's had them for years, is it worth? But before I talk about that, I want to know, Shane, what's stopping you from buying a resin 3D printer right now? Right now, time and effort, I think. Sure. Involved. I feel like, well, I know for a fact that 3D printing itself is a, is a hobby you know, yep. on its own. So it's, it's going to take time. You're going to have failed prints. You know, you're going to, you know, you just run things up, let it go overnight or while you're at work or whatever. And then you come home and it's like, ah, oh, it's failed halfway through. Okay, cool. Scrap that, print it again. Mm. Um, figure out why it failed is obviously one of the reasons too. So there's, there's more to it than just hitting, you know, play yeah. and coming home and then there's your models done. Yeah. There is a lot, there is a lot to it. I feel like I haven't got the time for that. I haven't really got the effort and the energy for that. Um, there's yeah. so many more things that I think I would rather do. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I would, I, I was so close to buying a printer. Yeah. Yours, in Mine. Fact, yeah, you, yeah. Were, you had enough of it. I was like, yeah, yep. sweet. I'll take it. You know? But then I was just thinking about it. I'm like, ah, oh, can I? Can I be bothered? Mm, Do I yeah. have the time? What if I told you, like Morpheus? <laughs> what if I told you, uh, you could print and fail and clean up and do all the things involved with resin printing three times over? You know, you're like you failed. You print three times. You figured it out. You've redone it. You've redone it. Yeah. For le- for what insanely less money but also less time than it takes you to physically clip off and build a single kit from Games Workshop. Yeah, true. Actually, I didn't think of that because there is that time that's involved. But I also enjoy the building aspect of of models. And that leans in perfectly to one of my points, which is I find for me that's the biggest difference in the the style of people that want printers. For me, the building, if I can cut that out for miniatures... That's a bonus. So if you didn't have to build your models, there's no way in hell you'd do it. Yeah. Like at most, when you print miniatures, you could print torso, legs, head, weapons. Yeah. That's still way less than a, you know, a t- <laughs> traditional kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's gluing in four or five pieces. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like torsos in like three bits. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the shins for the intercessors <laughs> is like, what is it? It's like a top leg, bottom leg thing that plugs know. into the thing and then it, yeah it's not anymore but, <laughs> I, don't but even I, know anymore. I, I find the building side therapeutic i, I like yeah. sitting there putting a, like a netflix show on or a youtube video or something like that and just clipping and 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 mold line removing and yeah. sanding and and filing i i yeah and drilling barrels drilling barrels you gotta drill barrels i really enjoy doing that now if you enjoy doing that you will hate <laughs> not doing any of that because yeah. the hobby side is actually I've, I've said like the traditional yeah. hobby side what you're talking about yeah is completely removed from the process when mm. you're 3d printing like it's it's done digitally like yeah. you said and you can't kit bash once that thing is printed because resin is insanely brittle so you couldn't like get a saw and like saw an arm Ugh. Ugh. Nah. every resin printer who has or a person who has like hard resin models yeah just knows okay. like it's like it's like cutting a marble <laughs> <laughs> you like cut it here and just like a chunk clips off and never it's never cut a marble before yeah, but. yeah everyone cuts marbles right <laughs> yeah. you all cut marbles right okay it's just me cutting out, out there cutting marbles yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What, what? I guess you all had the internet or something <laughs> when you were growing up. I didn't have Smash Bros till I was 23. I was cutting marbles, dude. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's something that's missing, like that you will... That just doesn't exist in the in the resin world. I mean, I could be wrong. People would prove me wrong pretty quickly. Yeah. Sure. Do, do you think that'll change though? Do you think resin printing is going to change, or is it going to be led to the more you know? Is it going to stay more for people like yourself that doesn't want to build models? It just wants to slap them on the bed mm. and print. I feel like it's just a byproduct of the materials used. Yeah. I mean, like FDM printing has come a long way with the different types of materials they're mm-hmm. putting into their machines. So potentially there'll be, and there already is a ton of different types of resin, water washable, eco, et cetera. Yeah. So maybe there will be ones that cure, you can cure and they're a little bit more malleable. Flexible. Yeah. Pro- I think there is flexi resin actually that <laughs> said that. Yeah. Um, so potentially, but yeah, I don't know. At this current stage, not happening. Maybe I don't know. I'm just in my little water washable. Like, why would you use? That's a that's a a thing I can't fathom having to deal with. Is just like the the bio waste of dealing with isopropyl alcohol or whatever they have to use to wash your traditional resin. Sure. Big, va- you know, you have to fill your tub with it and clear it out. Oh, maybe a bucket or an ice cream container or something. Ugh. <laughs> your washing cure machine, probably. If yeah, you've got yeah. one, surely you've got one maybe. of those. And that's another big thing about uh, 3D printing is the outlay. Yep. So something you need to consider, uh, you mentioned buying my printer earlier. I remember in December, I was feeling a certain type of way about 3D printing. Yep. I was feeling like it's all consuming. I feel like I have to print 24-7 to get value out of this machine. Yep. I feel like I'm constantly printing models I'll never paint or play games with. Yep. Um, because when you spend $500 on a, a printer, you you have to distribute that cost across the miniatures that you print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, you were at this point where you're like, every minute it's not printing, I'm losing money. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like, I, I also understand too, it's like, okay, if I've printed 500 models, that's a dollar a model. Pretty good. It's paid, it's paid for itself. Except now I have 500 models. <laughs> 500 models unpainted. Unpainted. <laughs> but built. But built. <laughs> which is more than I could say for all of my previous models. Yeah. So now my backlog has increased. The stress of needing to paint those models. And I still have a resin printer. <laughs> yes. So what am I going to do with it? Still Keep printing. <laughs> I got okay. to. It's a vicious cycle. It is yep. a vicious cycle. Yep. And same the same with terrain. I'm just like, well, I got to keep these things going. Otherwise, same deal. I spent $300 on these machines. Mm-hmm. I need to get $300 of terrain out of them at least yeah for them to make their money back okay air quotations yeah, yeah. yeah. but i've got three machines making a thousand dollars of terrain do i need that much terrain i play one war game a month yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know or there it is over there the one war game we play yeah it was fun or one a week regardless yeah um yes it's insanely cheap the one thing i will say is it's helped me prioritize miniatures okay and purchases Mm -hmm. because now i have to really love something the creator the person who's designed it has to really win me for me to spend x amount on it yeah but yeah the biggest problem i have is just that the pressure of knowing i need to continuously print with this thing to get the value out of it okay and yeah you could sell it or whatever you're saying sell your prints sell your prints oh yep. your printer get out, just get out of there <laughs> <It's like> you. <laughs> yeah 
So, yeah, anyways, that's that's something that I struggled with. That's how I felt in December. Mm -hmm. But it's tricky because it's one of those things where once you try it, you can find it's for you. Yeah. And that's kind of what I did. I turned it off for a few months and was like, oh, I don't need it. Just stresses me out. Printing these things I'll never paint or play with. It's not for me. Sell it, move on, buy actual miniatures, support companies. That's another thing as well. You got to remember when you're... You want to play these games. You mm -hmm. probably want to play them in your local gaming store. Yep. You're also not supporting that gaming store when you're printing those minis. That's exactly right. And like without that gaming store getting those purchases, they can't pay their rent, can't pay their bills. They close they down they next close year. Down. Cool. You got a bunch of 3D printed miniatures and great games to play. No one you, better be doing it. you better be doing it in your shed because <laughs> that gaming store closed down. Yeah, yeah. So that's yep. an interesting side effect of, of the hobby that, yep. you know, watch this space. I feel like... Hopefully, more gaming stores jump on the 3D printing chain. Do you think they'll offer like a 3D printing service or something like that? Because uh, yeah, I feel like more and more games are coming out these days where it's like, Miniature hey, just print your miniatures yeah. or yeah, or use whatever you want. We don't care if they're printed. Yeah, yada yada yada. And it's like okay, but like if more people are making rules for games and less people are making models, mm. eventually, like what are you going to have? Yeah, there are tens of thousands of new STLs being posted every week. Yeah. And probably hundreds of miniatures every week. And it's week. because people can make those STLs without having to pay for the equipment to, you know, manufacture oh, hard plastic time. models, soft plastic, yeah. soft plastic kits. You yeah. Know? Everything yeah. needs molds. Everything needs, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of machinery yeah. to make that model kit. Yeah. It's so true. Like, I think it's, is it like a quarter of a million dollars from start to finish of making a... Uh, like a games workshop industrial standard like i wouldn't be surprised because by the, by the time, time you pay your, your, your cat yeah exactly yeah. yeah the company to make the mold and yeah. then obviously you know you've got more and more designers and and people coming in and out of the the equation yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it's up there i feel like i, I heard that at some stage yeah but yeah whereas it, it takes one dude you know eight hours with a program that you could buy what like on special for a hundred bucks or something like that well zbrush pretty expensive but yes <laughs> yeah how much is it uh zbrush i feel like it's like maybe 30 to 50 usd a month okay so it's like a monthly subscription yeah zbrush is really good though yeah right. but there are other ones there yeah, are yeah, other yeah, ones yeah. but anyways a cad designer of some sort yeah some sort yeah cad designer i feel like that's like saying atm machine it is isn't it yeah, like, it after is. i said it, i'm like wait that's wrong <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, wrong it's like pin number <laughs> sorry you are wrong shane you are wrong Okay. So, uh, but what I've been insanely surprised at is the cost of these devices, man. It's yeah. nuts. So, like, you can buy at... I bought three 3D printers for my school. Yep. The Anycubic Cobra. It's sort of a newer uh, FDM printer from Anycubic. So, the students can, you know, design stuff and print them on these things. Oh, nice. But what I was most worried about, anyone that does 3D printing, it, like you said, it's a hobby in and of itself. Someone's going to look after it. It's got, you've got troubleshooting, you've got maintenance, you've got all yep. these things. It's, it's quite a unique product in, if you buy something from anywhere else, any other product, and it doesn't work in like six months, you're like, oh, it's under warranty, you give me a new one. Yeah, yeah. 3D printing is not like that. They're like, oh, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Make sure you fix this. I can send you this part. Install it yourself. Too many things to go wrong. And, and you're like, can you just not send me a new one? They're like, no, 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 3D printing is different. Man. And it's not like your car, you can't take it to the mechanic. That's it. Be like, something's wrong with it. Yeah, some fix, help yeah. fix. <laughs> yeah. I've done 10,000 prints, help fix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the, the costs and how much maintenance is required are both dropping dramatically on both types of printers. Okay, that's good. So it was like 350 bucks for each printer. 
of these Anycubic Cobras. And I've had one over the last six months, nonstop printing in classrooms, wow. have a, have one issue yeah, right. that I was able to fix. Nice. Which is crazy to me because my printers break all the time. <laughs> and these kids are like <laughs> cutting the... <laughs> like mid-print, they'll cut the filament <laughs> just wow. for a joke. <laughs> so the print will just fail. <laughs> and they'll like move the desk with the printers on them and just, you know, kid, kid stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like that. And I'm just like... Uh, I'm not even mad. Yep. I would do the exact same thing. Yep. But like these things have just been gunning. Yeah, and so yeah, that's nice. the new wave of printers, you know, especially FDMs, like 300 bucks, pretty plug and play, Yeah. which blows my mind because that printers were anything but plug and play when I started doing it a couple of years ago. Well, I mean, it's all about like the um, outlook. You yeah. can look at a printer and be like, yeah, it's plug and play. Yeah, I guess and so. And then they break. Catch fire. <laughs> and then they catch fire. You were, yeah, but you were horrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You set it on fire. You literally set it on fire to see what would happen. I did. And now it's on fire. <laughs> I've made a mistake. <laughs> Something's wrong. Yeah. And yeah. resin printers, mine has been insanely plug and play. I'm a big dum-dum with resin printers. Sure. I slice up things. I put them in and I print them. And nine times out of 10, they print just like they look in the pictures. And I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. This is nuts. And then one time they'll fail and I'll be like, okay, I'm not printing that again. Yeah, something's wrong with that file. Yeah, that file's busted. <laughs> Scrape those off the bed. Yep. New file in. Yep. So much cool stuff. Why would I waste time? Exactly. So is it for you? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yes or no. Uh, it, it is a lot of time. It's, all, it's quite all-consuming. And even if it isn't, you feel that way because of the outlay you've done in it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're someone who plays a lot of different games and can paint quickly or doesn't care about painted models, mm-hmm. I feel like it is for you. Yep. I was talking to Churchy earlier about the game we're playing over there at the moment, uh, FTL War Fleets. Yep. And I printed those two fleets for us uh, in four days Yep. earlier on, and I printed all that terrain in two days. So on Monday, you could have nothing. And you could be like, hey, Shane, want to play a game on Saturday? Yep. And you could print terrain and two fleets and play a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty nuts. And all for, I think, about $45, $50, which is also okay. insane. Because as Churchy mentioned, if that was maybe a bigger company who is not to be named, yep. that would be like a 300 to $500 box. Starter set. Yeah, at yeah, least. Yeah. 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 But like, but that being said, you could go there, pick it up and be home like in an hour. Of what? If it was a big company. Oh, but it would take you a week to build. <laughs> would it take though? you a week to build? Maybe you. Easily. If it's if it's in stock, if you haven't missed out on the FOMO. Oh, yeah, of course. If you haven't missed the out FOMO. on the FOMO. <laughs> you could go. Yeah, that's a good point. You could go pick it up, buy it for $500. But that is not readily available. That one game there where we were playing is not readily available to go to a shop and buy and come home and play. No, but you could go and buy a printer <laughs> and come yeah. home and get started. Yeah. Yeah. So is it for you? I, could, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You decide. Yeah. But I would say it's that. It's going to come down to how quickly you can paint miniatures, play games. Yep. If you are one of those people like us, reasonably tied up with life and you can play once a week, I don't know if 3D printing is for you because mm. you're going to be printing hundreds of models and you're just like, oh, for, for example, for me, I'm just like, why I, why am I printing these? I have hundreds of models already not painted. Yeah, yeah. That are more expensive material that I've spent hours building. Yeah. So what am, I, what am I doing? Like, what am I actually doing? Yeah. So that's a potential situation you could be in. If you play games all the time, paint all the time, 
Go for it's it. It's perfect. Do it. Get it's, one. It's a no-brainer. 40 cents a miniature. What did I say? 30, 50, a dollar, whatever it is. Between a dollar and five dollars. <laughs> I don't know. And you can make money. It's crazy not to. It'd be crazy not to. Anyways, 3D printing. Yep. It's interesting. We love it. Jump in the Discord. We've got a 3D printing channel. Yeah, we do. We get some live from time to time. Yeah. I print it there mostly and be like, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> look at my miniatures. And then someone posts something better and I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess I'm that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are some great 3D printers in there with some great advice, so jump on in. Oh, yeah. Links on hobbyhomies.com. Yeah. From there, you can find links to our merch as well. Other ch- other shows. Hey, by the way, we have a second channel. We have a second channel. Go and sub and get ready. On the YouTubes. It's called... Hobby Homies Videos. There you go. Yeah, that's the one. Is it going to be linked in the description of this one? <laughs> it will one? be. Absolutely. <laughs> one <this> day. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where we're going to start posting all of our battle reports and other non-podcast related, related content. Yeah, that's it. I guess it. everything's related to the podcast in a way, but things that aren't episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's videos or videos. Yeah, or vlogs or whatever crazy shit we're up to. If it's not a podcast episode. It's it's in there. It's in that one. Yeah. So yeah. go sub to that because you're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to miss out on a battle report. No, no, no. These guys do God tier battle reports once every six oh, months. S tier at least. Yeah, at least. <laughs> So go give that a sub. Um, yep. Also check out Bingeworthy Breakdown. Mm. When's the next episode coming out? They're recording on Friday. Next one week. Coming. Yeah, yep. yep. Today's Friday. Uh, <laughs> Today's Sunday. Uh, New episodes every Sunday. Yeah, episodes every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're still got, carrying through Brooklyn Nine Nine. Where are they up to? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, halfway through uh, season four. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's getting good. Listen to that. It's getting real good. Watch that yep. as you listen to that. That's yep. great. Yeah. And yeah, we got merch. Although, mm. quick merch update. Yep. We're going to be turning off the merch store. Yep. We've got some big plans. And I think in, for the for the most part, it's good we'll turn that off for a while. Yeah. We're going to turn it off for a little minute. Yep. Make an announcement when it's back up. Yep. Probably in a couple months. So, if there's any merch that you guys want to get, we don't want to in- induce any FOMO. Yeah. You won't miss out. You won't miss out. But if you want to grab some soon, yeah. by the end of Feb, the store's going down for a little while. Yeah. And then coming back later in the year you won't be able to get it until it comes back out so this isn't fomo you can just grab it when the store is back up but or if you can... want stuff for the next x amount of months yeah can't get it or they want to hurry get up before you miss right out, now before they miss out. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to f- i hope you don't have a fear of uh missing not out. getting it because that would be horrible <laughs> but hurry but hurry up and get such it such a thing <laughs> no <laughs> but quickly yeah massive miss out. shout out to our patrons as well absolutely Without you guys we couldn't do what we do and we do what we do because of the likes of Burnsy, Final Dinosaur, Lethal, Gritty, Axe, Anax, MJ, Whack, The Ewok, Test, and Black Apollo. We've also got Moose, Alco, Churchy, thanks Churchy, Red Rooster, Oliver, Hawkers, Penny, Agro, Don Juan Don, and Big Rush. Your continued support keeps us printing. And, and talking, I guess. Talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the beers. Thank you for the lights. Thank you for your love. Yep. See you next week. Over.